Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Hi, this is Monique. And this is Sydney. And you're tuned into Monique and Sydney's Open, Open Relationship. Relationship. It's going to be the type of conversations that normally we're afraid to have out loud. Is it okay to be gay? Friends. How many of us have them? Mother and daughters. Is it always all bad? The mind's like a parachute. It's no good unless it's open. <laughs> That's what's up. Hello, my loves. Hello, my loves. And welcome to another episode of Monique and Sydney's Open relationship. Hey, Daddy. What's up, Mama? How you doing, my sweetness? Super, super, super. You ready for this? I'm ready. I'm ready for this. Get it. Are you ready? Are you ready for this? Are you ready? Are you ready for this? Daddy, anytime you got to come in with your part. I, I don't want to mess it up. This the bullshit, when it baby. When it you sound, need to come in. When it sounds so good, like you just had it going, I just think to... To come in with my bullshit and just mess it on up. So you go ahead and sing your song. Are you ready? Are you ready for this? Are you ready? Are you ready for this? Get it. That's my part. And that was my part. Come on, I get, said, it. get it. What we talking about today, my love? Tell them. Do you speak ill or positively about your mate, your spouse, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your husband, your wife? Do you speak ill or do you speak positively about them? Do you? We want to talk about it, 404-832-2963. How do you speak when you're talking about your better half? Mm. Boy, Daddy. Well, personally. Come on now. I would have to speak positively Mm. in reference to my better half. You understand? Just out of the fact that. If that's going to be your better half, how are you going to be sitting there talking about them poorly? Mm. That's your better half. Because apparently you're saying that you're the worst half of it. <laughs> so if they raggedy <laughs> and they the better half, <laughs> well, what, what y'all got going y'all on? Y'all ain't got shit coming. Two raggedy asses. How do you speak about your mate? Do you speak ill? Do you speak positive do you speak indifferent like what do you say when you talk about your mate and we got on this conversation because we've constantly heard you can watch the shows on relationships the individuals that we interact with are constantly speaking negatively to some degree in reference to their relationship and their mate but interestingly enough you know this person and they've spoken negatively about the other mates that they've had too, Mm. that they've had, Mm -hmm. okay? Mm -hmm. And for some reason, it never seems to be them. It's just negativity. And you ask yourself, how are you with somebody for a long time and you're constantly complaining about them 
without that somehow being a reflection of you. Uh-oh. Come on. How do you speak about your mate? Do you speak ill? Do you speak positive? Or do you just not say shit? Somebody, JMC1115 said, my mom kills me when she talks about her boyfriend and then goes right back to him. Right. But have you told your mom? That she kills you when she talk about her boyfriend and then go right back to him. You know what I'm saying? It's like, and I think that that's such poison to the relationship, to the friendship. Because if your mom speaks negatively about her boyfriend, right? And let's say every time your mom come over, she's telling you, Chucky ain't shit. Ain't shit. He ain't shit. He ain't paying for shit. He don't do shit. The lawn is growing all out of control. The trash is stinking. He ain't shit. What you've allowed your daughter to do is to develop an opinion about Chucky. And all she knows is Chucky ain't shit. Well, what she don't know is Chucky put it down in a different kind of way to make you allow Chucky to be not shit. Okay, because Chucky got you digmatized, and Chucky be fucking you in all kinds of ways. He be like, bitch, I don't care. The trash can stink. Now, I need y'all to understand, it's not hypnotized he got you. Dick. Matize. Deriving from the Latin word jalapeno. Okay. Okay. Because that dick can make you do things. That you say you wasn't going to do. You'd be like, I wish that nigga would call me 3 o'clock in the morning. Shit. Hello? Is it me you're looking for? <laughs> <laughs> yes, baby. That nigga make you do it. Do it. So listen. This is another thought, right? Okay. So my mother never said anything ill about my father. She just never said anything. You know what I'm saying? She never said anything she always responded as if she was irritated you know let me go down here and fix steve something neat. let me go on steve's shirt <sighs> let me go up here and see what it's like well goddamn it don't seem like you like steve too much but she never said anything like he make me sick or he gets on my nerves but it was it just never seemed like it was a pleasure to take care of him well i guess she looked at it as it's better to not say anything at all <laughs> than to say something that's not nice. Ow. But I believe when he passed away, yes, she did have some kind words for him that you never heard before while he was living. Yes. Oh. When, when the day my father passed away, right, I was actually in um, Oakland, California, and I got a call from my mother. I had a show that night, and I got a call from my mother, and she said, Hey, Nikki, um, your father passed away this morning. So I said, I'm sorry to hear that. And then she said, you know, he was a good, honest man. And I really wanted to say, who in the fuck are you talking about? Uh-oh. But I knew she was grieving. So I just said, mm-hmm. But out of all the years they had been married, out of all the years that, you know, they were my parents, I never heard my mother say anything nice. I never heard my mother say anything like, oh, I'm so glad I'm married to your father, or that man makes me feel, never. So when you say, do you speak ill or positively, sometimes silence can be just as worse as speaking negatively. There it is. Come on. You going to get him with that? Baby, did I do it? There you did. did you paused here sometimes. Okay. Get it. Did I get that dramatic pause? You got it. They don't want to fuck with it. Okay. How do you speak about your mate? Do you speak ill or do you speak positively? And I'm going to tell you something else, too. That, but before I tell you, let's go to the lines and take this call because we can want to see how they speaking. 
Hey, my sweetness, you're on with Monique and Sydney. Who's this and where you're calling from? Hi, this is Martine. Hello. Hello. Hey, my baby, how you doing? I'm doing good. I just wanted to say I love you. We love you too, sweetness. You want to talk to us? Yes, because you are very funny to me, and I'm watching your periscope on my phone right now. Thank you, my baby. Now, how do you speak about your mate? Do you speak positively or do you speak ill? I speak positively about my man. He is very, very sweet. If you had to tell that man just how sweet he was and he was listening, what would you say? Go. I would tell him he is very, he completes me. I don't think there's much more I can say to that. Like, he just completes me. Everything that I've been looking for in a guy he got. Oh, baby. And there it is. Thank you, my sweetness. How about a beautiful first call? He said he just completes me. How beautiful is that? Very. Come on now. How do you speak about your mate? Do you speak positively? Do you speak ill? And how do you speak about your mate to your children? Which happens to be their daddy. Like, how do you talk to your child or your children about their father? If you have them. If, if you have, yeah, I'm, what are we talking about? The ones that got them. If you have them, how do you speak about the person you say that you love to your children? Because that makes a big difference, too. Like, if you're, if you're telling your children, I know for me, and when the boys get me off, right, okay, then this is how they get me off. They get me off when they upset their daddy. And that's, they, they don't, you ain't got to upset me, but when they get their daddy wrong, they done got me wrong. Okay, now I feel like I got to come to your defense, right, like I did around the corner from my grandmother's when you went to that liquor store. I had to get out the car and go protect him, right, because I felt like he needed it. So with the children, okay, they'll get him wrong. Just, you know, if they're not doing just being children. And then he'll walk, you know, go up to the room or whatever he's doing, and then I'm in the kitchen with him. And they get to looking at each other like, oh, shit, here it come. And I have to tell them, I'm like, listen, your father is one of the greatest, if not the greatest human being you'll ever meet. You'll ever lay your eyes on. So when y'all trying your tricks and you're doing all this, I'm telling you it's not working. He's the kindest. He's the most patient. And they know that. However, I appreciate the fact that I can reinforce it so that way you grow up understanding this is who this man is. Not, oh, your father ain't shit. I mean, I tell you, where I can't wait till his ass get up out of here. It's like, what are we pouring into our babies? So for me, it was very important, and it is very important, that I pour that into my sons about their father because that's not something that I ever witnessed with it being poured into me about my father. And, and and it's a mutual situation because there are teachable moments within the boundaries of your life. And when you have your children around, you, there's always a teachable moment to some degree. And sometimes you're one of the ones getting taught by watching them. Mm. But as it pertains to uh, by it being three boys and you have a situation where they're uh, – a house full of men and you have a lady in the house and sometimes the boys can forget that okay we the sailors but there is a lady in the house so if I walk in the kitchen as I have and mommy is getting something that's off the floor that may have spilled and I see three young men there 
I'm flabbergasted as to how they could be sitting there while their mother is cleaning that up off of the floor. How could you allow that to happen? And it's important because then we share with them that when you have children, you need to teach your children the same thing, to have a level of regard for your parents. So you're not just teaching them to have respect for the parents, but you're having them to have respect for the parents that they're going to marry, which will be their wife. We're talking about it, my babies. How do you speak about your mate? Do you speak ill? Do you speak positively? Do you speak lovingly? Like, when you, really, when you talk about your husband or your wife, do you speak lovingly or do you speak like you're irritated? And oftentimes you hear people speaking like they're irritated. Oh, how your wife doing? Oh, shy. <laughs> it's like, well, goddamn. Well, how your husband doing? Oh, girls. Huh. And it's, it's almost like, well, is that something you want to be in for the rest of your life? Because you speak so lackluster. Like, it's just not a good time. You don't feel good about it. And again, when we do that, what are we pouring into our babies that's watching? How do you speak about your mate? Do you speak with love? Do you speak with misery? No, you're going through all the dramatic pauses and all <laughs> okay, that kind Daddy, of shit. They're What's not going doing it. Yeah. Because all the women, and here's some real shit. There's not one woman in my family, not one that I've ever heard speak positively about a man. There's not, from my grandmother's on down, my, and my, my father's mother, I thought she was just a sweet little ball of just sweet. When it came to a man, baby, no ma'am. The only man I ever heard her speak positively about is my husband. You're the only man that I've ever heard my grandmother speak with pride and she had three husbands she got three sons to include my father and I've never heard my grandmother speak about a man that she was proud of and when I heard her speak about you and and that was one of those things where I was so appreciative that my grandmother got the chance to see it and to see that her grandbaby was okay and was taken care of and loved and, and, and respected. Because I remember the day we went to go get some ice cream, right? And she couldn't get up in the truck. So Sydney said to her, wrap your arms around my neck and just hold me really tight. And he so gently picked my grandmother up and put her in the truck. So, later on, we get back from having ice cream and watching the mountain, and I'm watching this woman watch her great-grandchildren and her granddaughter and her granddaughter's family, right? And we get home, and we get in her room. And while we're in her room, she says, Nikki, that man is so proud. She said he walks with his head up and his chest out, she said, that's a proud man. She said, oh, it just makes Mimi feel so good. And then she said, and did you see how that man picked me up? (laughs) She said, did you see? He said, wrap your arms around my neck. And I did that. And then he lifted me and put me in that truck. 
And then my grandmother said, Nikki, if I was 70 years younger, I'd give you a run for your money. I was like, what kind of nasty shit? But I was so appreciative. That's your grandma. That's my nigga. That's where I come from. That's your grandma. Okay, make no mistake. Make no mistake. Whore is in my lineage. Okay. 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 Whore is in my lineage, baby. Okay. And then sometimes you be asking yourself, where do I come from? Till you start having real conversations, right? That's right. So one night, me and my grandmother sitting out back. And I'm going off subject, so please forgive me. She's on my spirit right now. We sitting out back, okay? Now, my grandmother had three husbands. Buried all of them, right? So she's still a woman, though, right? And I'm grown, so I feel like I can say grown shit to my grandmother, right? So I say to her, Mimi, do you, do you miss having a man? Because if you do... <laughs> <laughs> I can get like I could we could get we could set something up for you so that you could get a little taste and it could be a two bagger. She said, Well Nikki, what's a two bagger? I said, We put a bag over your face and a bag over his face. Oh. So if either one of the bags come off, you still don't have to say this next. So she laughing and we having a good time and I said, Really, do you want to be with a man? And normally my grandmother talks to me as if I'm seven. Right? And she still very much cradles and, and gives me that grandmommy kind of love. But that day she came out of grandmommy and she stepped into woman. And I said, if you need a man, just let us know. She said, listen, baby, I had enough niggas in my life for the rest of my life. If I don't get another nigga, I'm good. And then she went back into you, the prettiest child. I'm like, did the whore just jump out real quick and jump back in? And there it is. But, but she was... She was just that, you know, and through all the men that she spoke of having, there was not one that she ever spoke highly about except for my husband. So when you get that from that generation saying, baby, he put his chest out, he hold his chin up, like I'm so proud, like when you get that from that, you know you got something amazing. When you get it from... Janet Duvois, and y'all know her as Walona from Good Times, when she says on a rear carpet and she looks at my husband and says, whatever you're doing, keep doing it, because you're taking care of that woman right there. So I, for me, when I speak of my husband, even when I'm on stage, I have to tell them I have to be careful because it gets overwhelming because I know it's not a lie. And you know how you hear some people talking about their mate, and it's like, bitch, you're putting too much sugar on it. You're putting too much sugar on it. And then you find out that these motherfuckers didn't broke up four months later after they didn't profess their love. And this 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 the greatest thing. Well, you to a degree, at some point it makes me a bit uncomfortable hearing about you talking to me. Uh so so I'm like, please cut me some motherfucking slack out this bitch. And but I appreciate it. In the sense of it could be the opposite. It could be the opposite, but I'm appreciative of um, the relationship. And, you know, again, out of 50 years of living to only know you uh, or not know you for 14 years out of a 50-year life, you get to uh, have some experiences with people which make that individual that you chose that much easier to speak positively about. So... I think, again, like we spoke about last week, a lot has to do with the prepping of the relationship 
not just the execution of it. You mm. got to know going into a degree. It was like, listen, when we got together, I done known you 960 years. <laughs> what we're not going to do is day for five to 10 years. If it's going to be, it's going to be. And that's what it is. But, you know, again, you cannot have a long-term relationship with somebody that you are constantly beating up on the street and then you don't understand why your mom and them don't respect Irvin. You're listening to Open Relationship with Monique and Sydney Hicks. Come on, y'all. We're talking about how do you speak about your mate. You speak lovingly, ill, positively. We're going to ask you. Let's go to the lines. Hey, you're on with Monique and Sydney. Who's this and where you're calling from? Hi, Auntie and Uncle Lucy. This is Israel. Hey, sweet. Hey, Pete. Super. (laughs) Um, I just wanted to say that I, I, I always speak positive of my mate because sorry i'm i'm outside because as you know i've been with peaches for 23 years and she's put up with a lot of my shit and i put up a lot of hers well a little bit of hers but more so of mine (laughs) 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 i'm just keeping it honest yes but you know (laughs) but if 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 you have a mate that has been through your ups and downs and more downs than your ups then it would behoove anyone to say to themselves, let me always speak positive of this person and put positivity in the air because that's where the love grows. It grows in the air Mm. and it grows around you. It grows through you and in you and outside of you and in spite of you, it will grow. So as long as you're always speaking positive, no matter what they're doing, I know of a couple who um, she pays all the bills and he doesn't. his job doesn't pay him anything, but he works. But it doesn't. It pays him once in a while. But she's quick to tell everyone, "Yeah, I pay all the bills. He ain't got no money." Wow. And I'm looking at her like, "Stop that! You are backing this man's pride into a corner. Mm. You can't do that." Because another woman will say, "Baby, I'll pay all the bills and hand you all the money, so, so you can pretend to pay all the bills." She'll give him his manhood. Okay. You just just can't do that. There are so many of us women who are so quick to want to, you know, say that, well, you know, I wear the pants of my family. Yeah, but if you're wearing the pants, then, then what is he wearing? And if, and if, and if you're wearing them, why is he there? Mm. Mm. You know? That's, that's why we love you. That's it. Go ahead, honey. Go ahead. I said that's why we love you because you keep that shit all the way real. And, and <laughs> I also appreciate the fact, Israel, and thank you for calling my sweet baby. I appreciate the fact that she said, it, Peach just put up with a lot of my shit. And I put up with a little bit of hers and she had to laugh and was like, because sometimes you almost want to say to yourself, I know for me, Israel, I know I'm like, well, God damn it, am I always the one that's wrong? And then the little voice be like, bitch, yes. Like, yeah, 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 you jumped that off wrong, you jumped that off wrong. So it's almost like when you do have mates like that and spouses like that and partners like that, you do want to shout it. Because oftentimes, it's so easy to shout the negative. It's so easy to go and say, I pay all the bills. It's so easy to go into, he ain't doing this and she ain't saying that. And, he, and we'll shout, and it's acceptable to shout it. Nobody's saying, stop all that bullshit. But the moment you shout, I got a good one. I'm in love. I'm being treated well. And this is the greatest thing that's ever happened to me. You'll find people going, oh, almost like we've been conditioned 
not to want to fuck with being loved and being treated good and speaking speaking positively of each other because it's almost a feeling of even when I watch a lot of these reality shows. And I don't think we realize the poison and the gift. Because if you watch it for the gift, it'll make you say, let me make sure I never treat my spouse like that. Let me make sure I never talk to my children like that. And even though we may be joking, I watched his sister do an interview and when she spoke about her husband, and I'm going to say it again, it may have been a joke, but it's like you got to be careful what you're putting out there because that man was ill. He was sick. And, you know, emergency room and all of this. And they say, what would you, she said, what would I do without him? Who going to clean out the pool? Who going to take out the trash? And we chuckle at that. But it's like, what are we putting out there? Because is that all he's good for? Is that what you're putting out there? That he's only good for cleaning that pool and taking out that trash? And this man's life is on the line? So we oftentimes take things and we don't even realize what we're saying and what we're putting out there. And when you watch a lot of these shows, you got so many of the women so worried about being the boss and having a fucking bag that you don't realize how you're coming off and making your man look the children of your father. The father of your children. Okay, I had to Mm -hmm. catch it. Mm -hmm. But you don't realize how that's coming across and how it's coming off. And so many of us are now saying, I got to follow the leader. If that's how you got the bag doing it, that's how I need to get the bag doing it. And we need to start thinking for ourselves. Come on, we're talking about it. Do you speak love? Do you speak ill? How do you speak about your mate? Let's go to the lines. Hey, you're on with Monique and Sydney. Who's this and where you're calling from? This is Queen Cookie in Toledo, Ohio. Hey, mama. Hey, baby. <laughs> How y'all doing? Good, good, good. Oh, it's so nice to watch your podcast every week. But I want to let you guys know that I have one of the best husbands, and I know you say this more about Sydney that a woman ever could have or meet. Mm. I do not speak ill about him. Now, you know menopause. She'll say some shit under her breath sometimes. (laughs) You know how we do. (laughs) But the queen, to her king, I never speak ill of this man because he has been good to me Mm. over 40-plus years. Mm. And I have no room to be ill-willed toward him because it sets a bad example when it comes to our children, we try to model the behavior that we would like to see our children have. So no, I do not speak ill. I love this man with my entire heart, and until death do us part, I will be loving him. Mm. That's right. We love you, honey. I love y'all, too, and I miss you, Mo, and you look for something that's on the way. Okay, baby? Yes, ma'am. Okay, you have a great one. And you, too, Sydney. Keep taking care of that beautiful woman. We're going to take care of each other. You, too. Take care now. His was beautiful. She going to get in the last five. I sent you something. That's right. That's right. Oh, baby, how do you speak of your mate? Do you speak lovingly? Do you speak? You know who I saw as a couple? And they were so loving to one another. It was a breath of fresh air. And that was Ashford and Simpson. When I tell you when I would go to the sugar bar 
and that man was still alive. You would see them catch each other looking at each other in moments where one nobody really looking, but it was just them. Like you really saw this dynamic, beautiful friendship and and relationship, and and you saw these two people that was just beautiful. Like I've been able to witness some beautiful relationships. I can remember being at an event with Ruby D. And Ozzie Davis had passed not too long, you know, before that event. And she was sitting in a chair and Susan Taylor was sitting with her. And to watch this woman and with tears coming down her face, she said, I just miss him. Like, I just miss him. Like, that kind of love is is beautiful to me. And to be able to witness that Mm -hmm. with these older women, to go to a nursing home and you see a woman who's sitting there, beautiful, and I'm asking her, are you waiting for your man? And she says, honey, my husband loved me enough for the rest of my life. And then the nurse says, Monique, her husband been dead for 20 years. That's motivational to me. That, that, that's a motivator. That's, that's saying you got to work at it every day, and you got to speak it. Hi, Daddy. Hi. I'm just listening to you, baby. So how do you speak of your mate? Do you speak ill? Do you speak lovingly? Do you not? Are Can you I say try- something? Say it. I think a large part of it also is that individuals aren't used to having a conversation and have never been taught how to speak positively about their mate. This is not, there's no time to speak positively about your mate. There are too many people that have gone to their grave that have said, I know that Franklin loved me. He never said it, but I know he did because he came home every day and he was with me for 67 years and blah, 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 blah. But you have to ask yourself when you really love a person, why, why won't you say it? Why won't you say it to them and why won't you speak that about them? So we have to, as people uh, in general and Specifically, when you are a group of individuals that you had been enslaved for hundreds of years and the goal was to be free, then you're free. Then the goal is to make it in this world. Where do you get the time out to discuss your feelings? You better go out there and make that money. You better go out there and make a way for yourself in this world. And then the focus becomes about being a boss as opposed to being a better person. And being able to enjoy the life, that's why there's so many people out here who are quote-unquote ballers, got plenty of money and so forth and so on, but there's a level of happiness that they don't have. But then people are blown away when you go see cats like when they, uh, 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 you watch the, the programs and the travel shows and you see individuals in places where by all means, by all visuals, it appears that they're in poverty. But by their attitude, there's a level of wealth that they have to them that the people with more money don't have. Mm. So when you live in a culture that doesn't groom you to be sensitive because these are the things that weak people have, sensitivity, love, respect, decency, um, a level of appreciation for your significant other, and you can't allow that person to look like you love them more than they love you. So in the street, that person is lucky to have you. That's what we present. And we've got to be bold enough to say, I'm with that person for the same reason that they're with me. And that's because we love each other. Come on, we're talking about how do you speak about your mate? Let's go to the lines and find out. Hey, you're on with Monique and Sydney. Who's this and where you're calling from? Hey, 
Monique and Cindy. I'm so glad to hear from you guys. Keep doing your thing. Stay positive. But I was giving you guys a call because I have been with my significant other since I was 15. And we have been married for 19 years. Been together 26 years. Mm. I love him to pieces. But I am not going to lie to you and say that behind closed doors we don't have arguments and that I don't throw some expletives in there, you know, just for, you know, sake of getting his attention. (laughs) But I love him to pieces, and he loves me, and we tell each other all the time and we stay positive. There's no way we can make this relationship, this marriage work, our family work without being positive because there's so much negativity in the world around us. See, if we let that cloud everything that we have going on, we have nothing. Come on. Mm -hmm. So we just continue to push each other and to expect the best from each other. And also being each other's spouses means that we don't have to candy coat everything. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to give it to you the sugary sweet way and say, baby, you know, you went in there and you burnt this toast up. And the whole house smells like feet. I'm not going to say it like that. This is probably what I'm going to say to him. I don't know why you did that stupid shit. But at the end of the day, he knows I'm coming from a place of love and that he doesn't get that type of talk all the time. Just when you burnt the damn toast up. That's it. Now, let me ask you, when you address him in that way, how does he respond? He was like, baby, you know I didn't mean to do that shit. That's, like, he going to come right back with it. That, now, see, here's the thing. That's when you know you're in a good relationship because he's not offended by what you said. He just like, oh, baby, damn. Okay? <laughs> New play coming to the stage, Tyler Perry, oh, baby, damn. You dig? Written, directed, starring. Okay. Okay. Baby damn. You know, about a man whose wife talked to him bad and his response is Baby Baby damn. damn. Oh, I love you. Thanks for calling in. (laughs) Thank you, sweetness. I love you guys. We love love you, you, baby. Mm -hmm. You know. Because it's that's real because sometimes when you when you're married and what we want to be clear about is that with all the love that is had between Monique and I, it is not a relationship that is not without us having debates, discussions, challenges. Somebody got mad and, you know, said something that the other one didn't agree with and what did it mean? And that's what makes the relationship strong the fact that you've had challenges and you learn how to work through them. It's one thing to be a person who's a fighter, who's fought 20 fights and never had any losses, never been knocked down. That means that you're awesome at what you do. But then there's the fighter that had some losses but came back and then had the wins. There's a level of intestinal fortitude that you have to exhibit that strengthens you through the challenges that you have in the relationship Mm. that you can't get empowered by when you don't have those challenges. It's like the guy that just graduated from college and his aspirations are to be the president of the company. 
and he doesn't understand why the first thing his uncle or his father, who runs the company, gives him is a broom. He doesn't understand that they want you to learn from the bottom up, not start from the top because you don't have any experience to handle the challenges that are in definitively coming your way. So let me start you at the bottom mm -hmm. and let you build your way up. And I say all that to say that in our relationship that we had and have had from friends to brothers and sisters to fiance, the husband and wife, Come the on. mama, the papa. Come on. You, you, you run the gamut and when you have that, it's a blessing. So we, we share these commentaries because we want people to be bold enough to have dialogue and say, you know what, I'm strong enough to love my significant other. Come on, baby. Y'all, we're talking about it. How do you speak about your mate? Do you speak lovingly? Do you speak positively? Do you speak as if you're better than? Because I think a lot of that goes on too. You know, a lot of women sometimes, when you hear them talk about their man, it's almost like, well, I make more money. Well, I do this. Well, I do that. Well, I, well it says a lot about you, bitch, because that's your pick. Mm -hmm. That's your pick. Mm -hmm. So why would you pick him if you got all this shit bad to say about him? So when you now look in the mirror and you see your reflection, that speaks volumes about you because that's the one you picked. That's the one you picked. And then you got to say, do my shit stink? Because I'm sure if your man come in behind you, he's going to say, to all be damned. To all be damned. Let's go to the line, Let's baby. do it. Hey, you're on with Monique and Sydney. Who's this and where you're calling from? Emily from San Diego. Hi, Monique and Sydney. Hey, hey, hey. sweetness. Hi. What's the subject today? I'm away from everything. Okay, the subject today is, how do you speak about your mate? Do you speak ill about your mate? Do you speak positively about your mate? What are you putting out there? I haven't had a mate for nine years, so. <laughs> and there it is. <laughs> was it because you spoke negatively about him? No, <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, uh, no, it was somebody that I had no business being with, so I ended it. There okay. it is. Okay, there okay. There it is. We appreciate you, Mama. Uh, much love. Much Same love to back you. to you, baby. You know, to be careful about who you hang out with. Because if you do have those girlfriends or those friends, and y'all get together, and y'all sit around, and you talk about your man, and you're not talking about your man with love and positivity, and they feeding into you too. They feeding into it. Yeah, Bobby ain't shit, and you need to leave him. But watch that one girlfriend that says, bitch, what you bringing to the table? Because every man you done got with, this nigga wrong. He bad, he ain't got shit, he ain't doing shit. But what you bringing to the table? Oh, you got some money. That's, that's, that's what you're bringing to the table. Oh, you got some fame. That's what you're bringing to the table. Can you goddamn have a full conversation? Can you rub his back when he's not feeling well? Can it be about each other? So when you see things like, and I saw somebody in the comment that says, I hate colored women like Monique. It, it, and but, but, it, but, but it's almost like that right there, to give that even a comment, it's almost like they're individuals. That's like a different show. It's almost like what is eating you? And you can't even be uh, uh, connected to that because here's a person who wasn't called upon to come, but has come and is watching 
the interaction between all these people that can relate to what we're sharing, and that's what they want to give. It's beneath us to have a problem with a person that already came into the situation with a problem with himself. Yeah, and and but the point I was going to make, Daddy, is you're absolutely right. Mm-hmm. But you say if you're making comments like that, how do you love your mate, and how are you being loved? And how do you love yourself? Come on now. Let's go to the line. Let's do it. Hey, you're almost Monique and Sydney. Who's this and where you're calling from? Hey, y'all. It's Nurse Nicole from Jersey. Hey, hey. Nurse Nicole. Hey, baby. Um, well, do I speak positive of my mate? Hell no at the moment. No, because I don't have anybody. But when I did have someone in my life, my children's father, that sucked. Well, that gentleman. Um, I tried to keep it positive because of the kids and everything, but this might be another show for y'all, Mo. What do you do? Because I'm like the flip side of these lovely stories I heard. So my story totally went left. What do you do when the man portrays to be good? You think you have a good man, and you are very positive when you talk about, you know, the man to your children. But, and you let your children decide, you know, later on if he's good or not or whatever, regardless of what goes on. No, you don't tell your children. But what happens when you shield your children from it and your children are old enough to see, wait a minute, that relationship was a lie. Even though you felt that it was a true relationship, because it just so happened that I had a twin, uh, what you call, um, a finesse I didn't know I had a finesse. He appeared to be a good man. I was talking positive about him. But what I didn't know was that this man was a finesse down to the T. So my story totally went left. After I got rid of him, that's when everybody wanted to come up with, girl, you know he was living a, se- a second life and blah, blah, blah. And even though I protected my kids from it, when they started getting older and started finding out the truth, they looked at me like, Mom, why didn't you tell us? And the only thing I could say is that I was trying to protect you. But, Mom, you why didn't you tell us he was doing all of this? Because babies at the time, I didn't know because he was that good on his game. So what you do, like, when the story go left? Just what you said. Like, I mean, just what you said. That's one of those things with... You know, in my humble opinion, when you have babies, there are some conversations and situations babies don't understand because they're babies. And it's like, listen, when y'all were babies, I couldn't have that conversation with you because you weren't even old enough to comprehend it. But now that you're old enough to comprehend, let me let you know what it is. So I think you handled it wonderfully. Like once they were old enough to get it. And that, that you should never have any shame for being a person who believed in the individual that you were with because you gave them something to believe in. Now, it's one thing when you keep seeing blatant things being run down on you that you have to stop and take a collective pause and say, that's crazy. And you got to be honest. And hopefully you have those people around you that if they tell you something, you can listen and trust what it is that they're saying. But if you don't have any evidence of anything and that person is essentially got it down to the to the hilt, I mean, hey, you know what? All that means is he got with a human being because I don't know anybody that if you ain't seen it, okay, Mm -hmm. 
and you've not dealt with anything that was negative, you're going to be thinking that something is up because they yeah. call those individuals crazy. They yeah. call those individuals insecure. They call yeah. those individuals somebody that, you know, is difficult to have a relationship with. And mm-hmm. after you have that relationship, if you can manage, be aware, but still be open enough to have that good relationship, because sometimes you got to have those challenges to know what to look out for so you mm-hmm. can know what to appreciate when it comes your way. That's deep. Thanks. Thank you, my baby. You know what, too? I got to tell you, and and listening to her call, that's one of those things, too, where time has to take place. Mm-hmm. Just time has to take place because I know for me, I can be impulsive, and I can want it to happen right now. When I see somebody fucking up or fucking you over or doing it wrong, you got to get your get right now, now. And I remember Sid saying to me some years ago, he said, Mama, when you do it the right way, time going to take care of it. And when you do it the wrong way, time is going to take care of it. So even when you got them slick ones out there, men and women, because it ain't just the brothers that run game. Please believe it's a lot of women that run game. Time is going to show up. And it does every time. And depending on what you did with your time is how time is going to show up. For that man, for being as slick as he wanted to be, time took its course. Time took its course. And I I, I liken it to one of my favorite movies of all time is The Godfather. Mm. And I liken it to, you know, when you have a heated personality that was a character for those who may not have watched The Godfather named Sonny. And Sonny was the oldest son who was known to be hot. And soon as something bothered him, he would deal with it, as Monique spoke of. He may have been a Sagittarian. I don't know. But <laughs> um, he had a sister that the husband would beat from time to time. And he had already gone over there and what the husband's asked for beating up on his sister. So. There was the second time where the husband did it again to the sister. Sonny got the call from his sister. And sure enough, he's going around there to beat the guy up. And he's caught at the toll booth because they know his temperament. And they shoot and they get him there. On the flip, there's Michael Corleone, who is his brother, who takes the husband, who he knows has something to do with this all along, and keeps him nearby, gives him a job, keeps him close by. And then the day he's in church, he sees everybody that did him wrong. So there's a level of uh, benefit that comes to those that are patient because the day that he had his little alibi, if you will, then everybody got seen, and the one who killed his brother, well, he had to pay for Santino. And I say that to say, I say, I say all that to say that what my man that did what he did, he had to pay. There's a day where the facade is going to is going to be over. Come on. You know what I mean? It's it's a day when if you're doing it dirty. Come on. It's going to come out. You know, that that's another show. But that is. Listen, y'all. When you're doing it dirty. It's going to come out. When you're doing it clean, but you're doing it fraudulently, it's going to come out. And the show, the topic is, how do you speak about your mate? 
You speak ill, you speak lovingly, you speak positively, you speak negatively. Like when you're having a conversation about your mate, your better half, what is that conversation that you're having? And if you're putting too much sugar on it, guess what? It's going to come out. If you're being really nasty and negative, guess what? It's going to come out. And I think sometimes, I know from women, we put men in a bad position. Because when we have our hen parties and you get to talking about your man, and you're not talking so nice about him. Now he come to pick you up. Now you got 15 women looking at him like he done just did some wrong shit. And depending on what kind of man he is, he might say, what you bitches looking at me like that for? What like you? We put them in these bad positions. And then you got to say, what kind of position do you put it in? Because and you've heard these things too. Don't tell no other woman how good your man is to you. Like it's so much shit out there, right? Don't tell no other woman how, because she might want to taste it and she might want to see. Well, what the fuck are we supposed to say? What are we supposed to say? Again, you know, it's kind of like with all the dialogue that we've had in this room that was positive, there was somebody that would want to come through and say something negative. So that's just part of life. You got to take the best and leave the rest. But if you have a good person, understand they are not without flaws and it becomes even more understandable when you recognize that you are not without flaws and the moment and what helps is when you've gone through a lot together where you begin to say it ain't no need and you point at me and say well you did this and I did that because we both over time by us being human beings are going to do something that's wrong but when you look at the overall aspect of your relationship if you're not there trying to cultivate and make it better then you're just literally on a treadmill in terms of your relationship you're just running in a circle but you're not going anywhere at all Mm. so if you can't speak well about the individual that you're with and you're sincere about that, then you may want to ask why you're with that individual. Come on, y'all. We're talking about it. How do you speak about your mate? Do you speak love? Do you speak life? Do you speak strife? <laughs> you like that rapping and rhyming? Love it. Come on now. Give me mine. Because I think that when you start speaking goodness and you walk in it, that's what you're going to get. That's what you're going to get. And, and like you said, Daddy, it's almost like this competition in relationships now. Now? I mean. It's been. But it's, it's, it's gotten magnified because we're watching it seven days a week. We're watching marathons of I'm the boss, I got the bag. We're watching it in every color, in every gender. We're watching that being shoved down our throats every single day. You can turn it off. Please understand you can turn it off. But some of those shows have the highest ratings in TV history. And it's getaway TV because when you think about the problems that you have, then you can watch somebody else's problems that is way more audacious, (laughs) (laughs) way more incredible. (laughs) They fighting in the street and their titties fell out. Okay. That right there don't happen in everybody's life every day. Yeah. If you go to Facebook, you got titties popping out every day. You do on Facebook. But the average person every day don't just have titties popping out in the way. See, you remember, these reality shows have been produced, y'all. So they are picking individuals that are going to give you some spice. They're not trying to give you somebody that's not going to spice it up. Come on. And these individuals spice it up. But then we have to understand after we get the check, after we get the bag, Mm. then we got to live 
the life. Mm. What kind of life are you living after you attain the bag? And hopefully it's one that you can really appreciate. If not, make the necessary adjustments. If so, keep on doing that thing. But mama, it's about that time. For us to say, we're a master flash and run DMC. Gonna rock the mic. Oh, can't you see what you wanna do, what you wanna be? You wanna be in love. You wanna be like what? I wanna be, I wanna be. And, like and, Mike. and now you understand why the, <laughs> the music career slowed down and never could get off the track. Because they, they was jealous. They was jealous. They were hating on you. Thank you. And see, that's what well, you Vocals need. and lyrics like that. Off the top of the dome is what kills me. Do I'm like, how you going to just, like that, Eminem, you going to give Detroit a run for... But they won't let a bitch in the cypher. Okay. They what won't let him in the cypher. What kind of bullshit cypher. is that? That's, that's the kind of mates you need. Somebody that's going to support your dreams, support your 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 your, your, your wishes, that's going to support what you put out there. You see how my man just came right in on my raps and rhymes? You see how he was supportive? <laughs> Take us on home, crazy. <laughs> Take us on home. Yeah, baby. I'm going to be 50 in 40 days. That's it. By the time y'all listen to this show, on Monday, I will be 50 years old. <laughs> yes, I am, Betty. Yes, you will. 50 years old. I am so excited. I am so excited. And for all the sisters out there that is coming into the 50 club, baby, 50 is fine, 60 is sexy, 70 is superb, 80 is excellent, 90 is nasty, and 100 is all that shit. Oh, when I get to 100, I'm going to be old, nasty, excellent, superb, bitch, baby. There it is. There it is. We love y'all, baby. We want to thank each and every one of y'all for listening today because you could have been doing something else. And like we keep saying, please tell a friend and tell another friend and then tell 10 more. And like my daddy always says, the mind is like a parachute. It is no good unless it's open. We love y'all. We're free. Mwah. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.